Hello, friend. Hi, friend. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a crazy week, I think. Yes. Recovering from Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. I'm... I'm ready to be recovered. <laughs> Me too. I think I might be almost there. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there for sure. Um, the scale was way up today, but then, of course, that was easily explained. I was like, yeah, well, you'll have those days. <laughs> My swelling went down a lot today. Not a little, a lot. And no headaches. Yep. Yay! See, yes. I, I want- Hey Brittany, I lost you for a sec. I lost you for a second. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. I said, I wonder if you had a headache from the extra swelling. Probably. I think it was all tied to the food that I ate. I I swear. I swear I ate a whole apple pie except for one slice over the course of four days. <laughs> and this was a non-plan, unplanned Correct. apple pie, per- per- Well, well, <laughs> no, I can say yes and no. The crust was not on plan, but the sweetener that I used was on plan. And, of course, apple, yeah. apples are on plan. Um, right. And that yeah. was the only... Now, I sampled... This is what I did. We had all the desserts, <coughs> and I took a little bit of each one on Thanksgiving and tried it. <laughs> so I did do that. But everything else was yeah, okay. It could have been. You know, I mean, it's just so ironic, though, when you really change how you eat and what you put into your body consistency, consistently, mm-hmm. and then when you do something like that, how it drastically impacts you like in all levels and even I experience it and and I'm always like okay why do I do this why do I think I need to try this and it and and if you really think about it the people who have not tried to go and eat a healthier way they their body is always bloated and swollen and they have aches and pains and they don't even realize it's related to the foods that they're consuming and we can actually they see don't. that because we, 80, 85, 90% of the time, we eat pretty healthy. Pretty well, yeah, because if you look at this, so let's, let's be honest, like, obviously, if you're a female, you experience fluctuations in your weight, especially the couple of days before your period, during your period, and afterwards. Exactly. That's pretty traditional. Now, if you track your weight every day, you're going to know that. Oh, yeah. But if you don't and you jump on the scale and you're like, I'm up eight pounds, which is my average, which is precisely what is going on with me at the moment, is eight pounds. You're like, how the heck did I gain eight pounds in a Mm -hmm. week? Fluid. And you don't. Yeah, exactly. And it's absolutely fluid. And. You know, but it's also from the foods we eat. Like, Beth and I have talked about this among ourselves. If we eat something like what we're talking about now, and we get on the scale, like, in the morning, we're going to see that fluid retention from where our body has released fluid Mm -hmm. trying to combat 
the toxins that you're ingesting and don't even realize mm-hmm. you're ingesting it. And when I say toxins, yes, there are inflammatory reactions that our body releases to foods that we're sensitive mm-hmm. to. Um, we, we really are science experiments, y'all. <laughs> and if you don't cut out all of those toxins that are in foods and, and, and when I first started, I went for, I think it was like five or six ingredients or in something or less. And, um, mm-hmm. if you never cut those things Which out, still a really good rule. Yeah, you never know what the triggers are. There's 40, exactly. 50 ingredients so in something. So I've talked to two different people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've talked to two different people just in the last couple of days about that very same thing. I'm like, okay, y'all, if you can't pronounce any of the ingredients that you're, you're consuming, your body doesn't know what to do with that no. either. So, I mean, let's, let's be honest. And then you'll have the people that want to make the excuse and say, well, eating healthy is expensive. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. (laughs) I don't either. Now, because here's my thing. Do you want to pay for the doctor's appointments later on when you're dealing with inflammatory type diseases, Mm -hmm. autoimmune diseases, um, cancers, things like that? Or do you want to, you know be more mindful of what you're eating. I think what gets people is fresh food and organic food. It doesn't even have to be certified organic, y'all. You know, if you take proper care and pay attention to what you're buying. But if you take those types of food, they're less shelf stable because they don't have all the preservatives in them. So I think that's what people try to flip and say, well, they're more expensive because you have to replenish them more frequently than you do um, like grocery store bread that you buy. Mm. Like, this stuff can last for months. It would mold. Oh my gosh. I can remember when I was a kid, that stuff would mold yeah. like in a week. And now like you can have it in a cabinet for like you said, yeah. a month and it's mm-hmm. fine. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, we don't really. Now, low carb tortillas, I do buy. I do buy those because yeah, um, those are great to have around because you can make a little dessert, a little sweet something with it, or you can have a savory something. You can make your own tortilla chips in the air fryer. I mean, yeah. they're so universal. You can yep. do so much with them. You can make pizzas. I mean, come on. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're almost like a staple mm-hmm. item in my pantry. But we don't eat a lot of bread, and I don't buy a lot of bread. Now, we mm-hmm. went when we went camping my husband was going to eat sandwiches well I had sprouted bread and I made myself that turkey Reuben thing with the purple cabbage um mm-hmm. oh so good but the cabbage mm-hmm. wasn't fermented I just cooked it on the um black phone it was so good and um I mean yeah. but he took two pieces out of that loaf of bread that was it that's I mean they need <laughs> to make like well bread for single people <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Well, and it's funny that you say that because this is what my mother-in-law does. She buys it, and it's only her at mm-hmm. home most of the time, and she freezes mm-hmm. it, and she'll pull out, like, a couple of slices at a time, whatever. I don't like bread after it's been frozen. My husband is, yeah, my heart. husband is the same. But um, I did the same thing <clears throat> for last week during hunting season. I had bought two loaves of bread thinking that we would end up packing some sort of sandwiches. I brought my sprouted bread and my husband actually likes wheat mm-hmm. bread. So I, 
I got that. Well, what's he do when he leaves for work this week? He takes my brown bread and leaves the wheat bread because he liked it better. Well, I'm it like, has a better texture, too. I love the texture of sprouted bread. Like it's, che- it's I do like too. chewy and firm. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I, I really get in the air fryer mm-hmm. with, oh, this is good. Mm. So good. <laughs> so we love sprouted bread and low carb tortillas. Y'all know that now about us. Because <laughs> they're about the only prepared things that, that I and get. And they do have less than five ingredients. Both of those things yeah. do have less than five ingredients. And you prepare a lot of your food like you can. And I wish I could say I had time yeah. for that. But I I don't. I used to do it, but I don't anymore. I am, I am such a terrible not a prepper, though. Like, I think if I would meal prep at least the day before, I would, I would be more consistent. Because some days I feel like I don't eat enough. And then there's other days I eat more. But it's because I've had time to actually go to the mm-hmm. kitchen and make mm-hmm. something. But um, we get by. Yeah. Like, I'm just usually like a spur of the moment. <laughs> See what I have, what's available. And Beth knows me too well that I am... <laughs> quite known for various concoctions just because that's what I have in on hand. Yeah, things that you would never think to put together. You do it. But it works. Yeah. And that's like um I made meatloaf last night out of the Trim Healthy Mama uh-huh. um recipe book. And then today we had my daughter wanted leftover meatloaf. So we had that and I also made um I think they, what do they call them? They call them something in the the cookbook. But anyway, it's basically cauliflower mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and you use, in my opinion, a whole lot of butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, between um, that and the I, cookies you made, you probably used a ton of butter today. <laughs> yes, we did. And um, use a whole lot of butter in them, um, garlic. Uh, oregano and I put a little bit of sour cream. Oh, yeah. in. They were so yeah. good, and I usually don't like cauliflower. Mashed Me potatoes. either. It was probably the sour but... cream. It was probably the sour cream. Yeah, I think it was because it was honestly like a baked potato. It was good. Good. We had. Um... Oh, I'm losing you again. I'm back from our technology break. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. So anyway, you were saying what you had for dinner. I put a chuck crust in the crock pot and some carrots and onions. And normally I would put beef broth in there, make a little gravy type thing. But my husband didn't buy the beef broth when he went to the grocery store. So I didn't put anything in there. I seasoned it. Just let it make its own broth. Yeah. I seasoned Mm -hmm. the meat and seared it in the cast iron, put it in the put it in my Ninja and um, left it and it didn't get all stringy. You know, I could actually slice mm-hmm. it into beef slices. <laughs> I thought it came out great. He's probably going to say, well, I took it out of the liquid and I made a gravy, uh, thickened it up, made a gravy and seasoned it. And the gravy's so good that you can just spoon over the top instead of it being in the liquid. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't even put the potatoes in there. We had, he bought these little teeny tiny, potatoes 
and mm-hmm. I cooked those in the air fryer, and they're amazing, and had some collard greens with that, mm-hmm. and made him and my son some macaroni, of course, they gotta have their carbs, their bad carbs. That sounds really good, though. It was so good. Yeah, so good. for sure. So, you know, um, you were talking about those cookies. So that was kind of a, a lead way into what we had originally talked about talking about for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is your favorite childhood memory, like, in terms of Christmas? Um, food-wise? Yeah. Okay, you're going to think that I'm crazy. A lot of things, okay, I lost my <laughs> I lost my father at a very young age and I was also going through a divorce at that time. So that was a pretty traumatic period for me and I can't remember mm-hmm. a lot of things. Is that I mean, I know that probably mm-hmm. doesn't make sense, but no, there's things normal. that I can't remember. Oh, uh, so my thing that I remember most about Christmas is not really the food that we ate, but the things that we got in our stocking. Really? Yes. We always had, and I don't know why or how stockings got away from this, because I know my husband's family did this too. We always had an apple and an orange, a peppermint stick, and it was full of nuts. And that's what was in our stocking. And I loved it. It's like my favorite thing in the world was to get that stocking and smell those smells on Christmas morning. Um, I, I, I can't, maybe we didn't have a lot of fruit growing up. I don't know. But that was like the most exciting thing for me um, was to get the I know, stocking. I know a lot of people, that's what they get in their stocking. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you my family tradition that my mama started when I was growing up in terms of stockings. We didn't get our stockings on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Our stockings actually came New Year's Eve, mm. and Mrs. Santa brought them. Oh, that sounds and, fun. Yeah, and so I've continued that with my girls just because it's it's something unique for our family. And what it boils down to, I realize now as an adult, I didn't realize then, my mama didn't have the money mm-hmm. to do Christmas mm-hmm. and a stocking in the same week. So she would space it out and she would do like last minute Christmas stuff. And then that way she had an extra paycheck to get something for New Year's. Makes a lot of and sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does now, especially as I'm an adult and I have my own children. Mm-hmm. And it was so special, though, because, like, we knew Christmas, our stockings were there, but they never had anything in them. And one thing that my mom always put in our stockings, and I've tried to continue it with my girls, is a penny for that year. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So it was just, you know, something fun. And, like, I don't, family traditions are so, so much fun. And I feel like anymore they kind of get lost. Mm-hmm. in the moment if that makes sense yeah another thing that we do and it has nothing to do with food I know this is insane we said we were going to talk about food and it has nothing to do with food is <laughs> when I had my son I mean he was a baby we we have this beautiful copy of the night before Christmas book so my mm-hmm. family my brothers and I 
even as adults, even as they have their own child, children, Christmas Eve night, we always get together and someone in the family reads that book. It's, it's been children, you know, any of the kids, new family members like, like my daughter-in-law will need to read it, you know, because she, it's, we let everybody take turns reading it and we read that book on Christmas Eve night every year, ever since bright That's for 23 awesome. years. And I've bought my entire family and, and a couple of friends copies of the exact same book that Aww. we have and wrote in there for the kids. You know, I hope this brings you as much joy as it has us over the years. And, and now it's getting a little harder because our family's growing so much Yeah, that Christmas Eve night, sometimes it's really late because we will not read the book until my brother can get here and he has to do things with his wife's family. And it seems to be getting later and later every year. So we, we read it late. So we started having hot chocolate bar a few years ago Aww. and doing things with the other younger kids while we wait on them to get here and read the book. So oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. That's like, you know, the cookies. So that's one of my memories as a child. Okay, so my mom comes from a family of 12 children. Oh, big family. She's the baby. Okay, so if you take that into consideration and then her whole family at Christmas, um, we would get together with my dad's family on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and my dad comes from a family of nine, mm-hmm. so it's a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, we would get together at Christmas Eve with my dad's family, and then Christmas Day, we would have Christmas at our house in the morning, and then usually by like nine o'clock, we were out of there, and we would drive the three hours to my grandma's house, and we would be there in time for Christmas dinner, and they always had a... um a cookie decorating contest like they would make what they called cookie boxes Mm -hmm. my aunts and uncles and they did that when I was really young and then as we got older like the siblings still get together at Christmas even though my grandmother passed and some of us cousins like some of the children grandchildren still do but really not as many people do get together Mm -hmm. and they don't do that anymore but I told my girls that the, today when we were rolling out these cookies, which were on plan, by the way, mm-hmm, you guys, mm-hmm. this is where the revamp comes in. I revamped an old recipe um, to make cutout cookies with my girls with a um, just a really simple confectioner's sugar, which I used Swerve, mm-hmm. and a little bit of milk to make the icing. They loved it. They had so much fun you know you just gave me the best idea Brittany um like you said families once that anchor person passes away families don't get together as much and when my dad passed away we we always went to my cousin's house with his sister and somehow that stopped I don't know how it stopped but it stopped so my my two cousins um my dad's sister's daughter messaged me and they're like we want to do something this year you know nothing no gifts no anything just we just want to spend time together so maybe I've been trying to rack my brain on what we could do together there you go so I think a cookie decorating contest may be it that would be so fun. That and like fun. one one year my mom made a wishing well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she made a wishing well and the cookies like were the the stones around the top. Mm-hmm. And 
like you you sampled the cookies and then that that same year I won't forget it my grandma loved birds like she loved birds and my one uncle who's kind of the ordinary one of the bunch had made a birdhouse cookie house and of course he won because grandma was judging the garden. <laughs> but I mean, it was it's just, I was little when they did that. And I can still remember that. And that's really like one of the memories that sticks out. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. But yeah, we had so much fun. Yeah. I think that when, when I call them to figure out what day we're going to do it on, that we're going to do um, a cookie decorating contest. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Have some hot chocolate. Tea yeah. And some tea. Some fun stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's just, I like hearing what other people's traditions are. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got married, my grandma, as as she got older on my dad's side, the family got huge. So, we weren't able to have the christmas at her house any longer because there was not enough room right so we ended up renting out the community building and that's when we would have christmas so it ended up getting moved from christmas eve which worked out really well when i got married because nathan's family traditionally got together at christmas eve Mm -hmm. and um it was so it's so funny when like you learn of different people's like culture even though you're from the same journal area Mm -hmm. so they always have shrimp at Christmas. Mm. Like they always have shrimp and oysters at Christmas. My family, I never had shrimp and I didn't, there was no way I was going to eat an oyster. (laughs) And we just didn't, I had never really eaten shrimp until I got with my husband other than popcorn shrimp. Mm -hmm. Not, never had I peeled shrimp. (laughs) But, but yeah, so it's like, that was kind of his family's tradition was they would get together, you know, Christmas Eve. And then um, his sister used to do a Christmas morning breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then um, we did that one year and, and I loved it. But the thing about it is, is we eat lunch at my brother's. Yeah. At one o'clock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just too much work. I would rather well, have like a us. Christmas dinner, like late and have the yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, like my husband and I said, we're like, all right, y'all, we're done. Like, once we had children, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not running all over creation with two small children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, if we come, but because it, it got, it got challenging because his, we went to his mom's on Christmas Eve and then his sister would have breakfast. And I'm like, no, I want to be able to be at my house and wake up with my children to open up their presents. Mm-hmm. So then she, um, her, her son got older too, and she ended up changing to like Christmas lunch, but then like my mom would have lunch during Christmas. And I'm like, it's that part of it's what gets chaotic Mm -hmm. is when you have to try to please too many people. You finally, and I think sometimes that's where you lose those, those moments of, well, let's get together as a big family. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a lot of work. It is definitely a lot of work. And... Well, it gets stressful, and that's not what you intend to do. No. So now, like, typically what we do is um, we do Christmas Eve. My parents know that we go to his mom's, 
And then Christmas Day, they know that I'm going to my mom and dad's. If they want to see us Christmas Day, they can come to my house later that evening or something. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky I don't have to share. I don't, I just have my family. Uh, now, my, I have my daughter-in-law. I do respect her family and, and what they do. And it kind of works out. I don't know how that, how it does, but it works out. They do Christmas morning breakfast. And then my brother's wife's family is the only one that we really work around um, because mm-hmm. my other brother's a single dad. So, um, yeah, will it be different now that the grandbaby's here? Um, I think that my husband and I are going to get up Christ- Christmas morning and go, and hopefully they'll be in their house. So their house. Yeah, hopefully they'll be in their house. Yeah. I'm praying. Um, go watch her with her open her presents but last year we didn't even open our presents Christmas morning because we don't really have a lot for our kids because we we yeah. buy them a trip um, so we waited until after we ate Christmas dinner and then came back and did it so now that the kids are older we have more of an opportunity to be lazy that day <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess you could say yeah. But I do wish, and I may, and I may suggest it this year because we have the exact same thing for Christmas dinner as we have for Thanksgiving, and I love Friendsgiving with our friends because we don't eat traditional food that we would eat on yeah, those days. Right. Like last year, we did a shrimp bowl for Friendsgiving, and then what do we call it for Christmas when we get together? I can't even remember what we call it. Um, Friendsmas. That's what it was. Friendsmas. And we don't do gifts. We just get together and we have dinner, um, you know, and it's yeah, it's fun. And sure. we don't do traditional food, which I like because there's no headache there. Yeah, well, and like, shoot, we're Southern. You could do a, a boil and yes. <laughs> throw it on the table and everybody would be like excited. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot of my family yeah, members I- don't eat food like that. I was blessed. like me and my older brother we eat anything and most of my children will eat anything um so I was blessed in that department but my younger brother eats pizza mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. macaroni yeah he that's it (laughs) hamburgers that's it and and he would probably be one one of the ones that wouldn't want to do it but I'm thinking maybe why can't we have ribeyes and cook on the grill and salad and baked potato that day instead of turkey and ham and all of that and like me, like, that's what I love about my husband's like, they have shrimp and like, I know my girls can eat their weight in shrimp. <laughs> it is so funny, but like, I know we're going to have different, whereas my mom, my mom still does the ham, like the ham's the big thing for Christmas. I think I must have lost Beth. Brittany? Uh, yes you hear me <laughs> can you hear can me can you hear me yes I hear you now <laughs> but anyway so you know we'd be interested to hear your family traditions or what your family has planned hello, hello, um, hello, what hello. kind of menu you guys have for Christmas and versus Thanksgiving whether you stick traditionally or if you you go non-traditional so um we hope everybody's had a great week 
and share some of your traditions with us. We love hearing new ideas. So anyway, we hope you guys have a great evening. We'll talk 